Welcome. This is the Word to Wisdom with John Straza, a teaching ministry that will build you up in the love of God's Word. And now, here's John. Hey, this is John Straza, and welcome to the program today. We're not in our normal studio. This is probably going to be a little bit shorter episode today. Um, but I have something really interesting to talk about. I think we're going to title this one, Rebuke the Storm with Peace. I might also call it Peace Be Still, but either way, you're going to see why when I get into the scriptures that we're going to use. So let's just get right into it today. We're going to be in the fourth chapter of Mark. And interestingly, this podcast has done a lot of teaching out of the fourth chapter of Mark, because that's where the parable of the sower is and the kingdom of God is like messages that we've done have all come out of Mark 4. But we're going to move past those teachings when Jesus had finished all those teachings. On that very same day during the evening, he told his disciples that to go over the sea to the other side. He was actually sitting in a boat giving all these messages during the day. But anyway, in verse 35 of Mark 4, we see where our scripture is. And I just love this, where we're going with this today. So let me just read it to you. Verse 35 of Mark 4. And the same day, meaning the same day that he gave all these parables. When the evening was come, he said unto them, let's pass over to the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude of people that were listening, they took him already in the ship. And they were also with other little ships. They were small fishing boats, actually. And when they set out to sail, there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was full of water. And Jesus was in the back part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they came and awoke him and said, Master, do you not care that we're perishing? These were professional fishermen, and they were terrified. That's how bad this storm was. This was a really nasty storm. And in verse 39, it says, He arose, meaning Jesus. Jesus got up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And Jesus said to his disciples, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you still have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said to one another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Now, there's a lot I could teach from this that happened with these disciples and Jesus in this boat. So to make it clear, they're in a fishing boat. They set sail to go to the other side of the sea. And a storm arose. And it was a terrible storm. And one thing I could say is that in verse 35, Jesus said, let us pass over to the other side. It was a trip that would have been a few hours. The fact that he said, let us pass over to the other side meant they were going to get there because that's what Jesus said they were going to do. So that is one thing out of this that at the end when it says, how come you don't have any faith? Why are you so afraid? In one way, he was saying, I said, we're going to the other side. That's where we're going. Nothing's going to stop us. But there's more to it than that. That's just one thing I wanted to bring out. But there's something very interesting here, and I want to show you something in regard to what we're titling this. Again, rebuke the storm. This is what Jesus did here. So let's look at verse 38 and 39. Let's look into those, because that's where the, the center of this message is. Actually, let's start at 37. 
And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship. And water was coming, and it was full. This was terrible. And Jesus was in the back part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they were terrified. The disciples were terrified. So they came to him and woke him up and said, Master, do you not care that we're perishing? So he arose. He got up. And look at this. And rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Now, I want to address this part of it right here, that he rebuked the wind. First, I want to say that For those who say that God sent the wind to tempt them or to try them or to whatever, if that was the will of God, then Jesus would not have rebuked the will of God. So this storm didn't come from God, or Jesus would not have rebuked the work of his father. But Jesus did rebuke the wind, it says. And he said to the sea, peace, be still. Do you know how he rebuked the wind and the sea? By saying, peace, be still. He used the words, peace be still, as his weapon. When we look at peace, most of us look at the results of peace, this calm, this quiet, peace of mind, stillness, a joy of sorts, and we see peace that way. But what's interesting here is that Jesus used these words, peace be still, as his verbal weapon against this storm. He spoke peace, against the violence. He spoke peace against the waves and the wind that were beating against this ship. And he used the word peace. Some other versions say he used the word hush. In either case, what's interesting is that the words, if you go into the Greek meaning of them, it's a peace that doesn't come willingly. Peace can be brought about by force. And in this case, that's how it was. Jesus' words were forceful. He used the word peace in a forceful way. He rebuked the sea and the wind with the word peace. And this is the part I wanted to bring out. This is really interesting that Jesus spoke to the wind, to the sea. He didn't curse it. He didn't do anything. He said peace. He demanded it. And that's what I want to bring out. If you are going through a storm that's beating up against your ship, peace is one of your weapons. And it's not to just pray, Father, give me peace, but demand it, speak it. Peace, be still to the storm that's raging in your life. And as I said before, this storm didn't come about by God's hand or Jesus would not have rebuked it. He rebuked it because it was evil. It was intended to harm them and to kill them. I would say it was a demonic storm if you could accept that. But even if not, it was a natural storm that was not good. Either way, you see it, it wasn't good. And these fishermen, these disciples knew that. They were professional fishermen. They knew that they were going to perish. That's why they said, do you not care, Master, that we're going to perish? And you may feel that way in your life. Things are getting too hard. It's getting too much. The water coming into your ship is getting too deep. There's too many things at one time. And Jesus' answer here was to rebuke it. And interestingly, he rebuked it with peace. I want to read this very same verse, 39, out of the Amplified Bible, because the Amplified Bible brings out something that I said before. 
Listen to this. And he arose and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Hush now, be still, muzzled. And the wind ceased. But listen to this. In parentheses, it says, sank to rest as if exhausted by its beating. And there was immediately a great calm, a perfect peacefulness. But in this translation, it says, the wind ceased. And in parentheses, as an explanation, it's saying, sank to rest as if exhausted by its beating. And that's why I said before, when Jesus spoke, peace be still, it was a command. And it was spoken with authority because that wind would not have done so willingly. It needed to be told to come to peace. And it did. And that's why I said this word, peace, in this case, it is peace, but it's a peace that had to be brought about, in this case, by a command. And that's what Jesus did. And interestingly, he used the word peace. So peace replaced this violent storm. And that's what I wanted to share with you today. And that's all I wanted to share. Again, I'm trying to make some of these messages very singular so I don't have too many things going on. I want you to hear this one point because I know many of you, many of us, are going through storms that are overwhelming. And this is a case where a storm came about that was overwhelming. And Jesus showed his disciples what to do. And another interesting thing is, after he did it, he looked to them. And I want you to hear this. <laughs> Most people don't believe this, but here it is. He looked to them and said, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Why do you think Jesus said that? He said it because he actually would have hoped that they had done what he did. Believe it or not, that's what Jesus was pointing at here. He was pointing at two things. One was, I said we're going to the other side. So you didn't need to be afraid. No matter what storm came about, you were going to get to your destination. And number two, he's saying you have no faith because you couldn't speak to this thing. He said that to them in other cases too, when they couldn't heal somebody. They would ask him, why couldn't we heal this boy? Or why couldn't we do this? He said, because of your unbelief, you still have unbelief. He was challenging them to do what he did. Jesus always said, the works that I do, you shall do also. This was one of those works that were included in that statement. So as crazy as that sounds, I believe that's what Jesus was talking about. So either way, brothers and sisters, I want to encourage you to do what Jesus did. The storm that's in your life, it may not be a natural storm beating on your house with rain and wind, but it's a storm of some sort of emotional problems, health problems, family problems, financial problems. There's a lot going on in the world today. People are really struggling with many, many things. You can take Jesus' example from this. Stand up. Look at that storm square in the eye and say, peace, be still in Jesus' name. And trust the Lord to bring that storm to a calm. And this is just to encourage you. This is something that you're going to have to study and look at this a little more and get in your Bibles and really study and really seek the Lord about some of these things. This is just an introduction to this. And I just want to encourage you to get started this way and speak to that mountain in your life. Jesus said that too. Speak to the mountain. Tell it to be cast into the sea. He spoke to us often like this. That's how he taught us in the scriptures. 
So I'm going to leave it there, brothers and sisters. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking time to listen. I hope this message was a blessing to you. We love you, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode.